come before you, and today we just say, God, you are worthy. You're worthy of our praise. You're worthy of our worship. We know you're worthy because you are the creator, you're the redeemer, and you are the one who is seated on the throne. God, we want to live for you, and we want to love you, and we want to worship you. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. And together we say, amen. amen. You may be seated. Well, for those of you who are new here today, my name is Greg. I have the privilege of being the youth pastor here at our church. Uh, and secondly, if you're new, you may have wondered, why in the world do we do church in the dark? Why do we randomly turn the lights on and off during the middle of worship? Well, the, the truth is we don't try to, but something crazy is happening within our light system. We had multiple people come try to figure out what's going on. Nobody has any idea. So uh, I just want to encourage you to bear with us this morning. If it's dark, that's great. If it's light, it's great. Um, <laughs> that's right. So... Um, because of all the testimonies and baptisms happening today, we're going to have a bit of a shortened message. Um, but today I want to take the opportunity to remind us all about the importance of evangelism. Now I think sharing our faith is something that all of us want to do. I think most of us in this room would say sharing our faith is something that we should do. It's a good thing to do. But for so many of us, it's easy to sit back at the end of the day or at the end of the week and say, man, seven days just went by and I didn't even think about sharing the gospel with anybody. It's so easy for us to think back on our past month, the month of October, and say, man, the entire month of October went by and I haven't had any faith conversations. I think even more tragically, there are probably a number of us here today who would look back on our entire lives and we would say, man, have I wasted my life? Have I been too focused on earthly things? Have I been too focused on myself? I haven't shared the gospel with anybody my entire life. But today, we want to change that. I think there are a few different reasons why uh, we, we tend to not want to share our faith. One, like I said, we're too busy. We have so many distractions that we don't even think about the things that truly matter. For some of you, it may be a, a come down to fear. Some, for some of you, it might come down to not feeling equipped to share the gospel. But my goal today is to encourage us all and inspire us all to share the gospel with our mouths not just through how we live our lives. Both are important. But in order to encourage you this morning, I want to look back on the life of the Apostle Paul. If you know anything about Paul, he grew up incredibly privileged, extremely well-educated. Uh, he was incredibly intellectual. And when he got a little bit older, he held a spot of power. He was a Pharisee. He had a spot of privilege. He was highly valued in his culture. But one day, he encountered the, the risen Jesus Christ. And after that, he threw his old life out the window, and he became a missionary. Let there be light. <laughs> he became a missionary, and um, 
the Apostle Paul just threw his old life out the window, except, accepted persecutions, accepted beatings. He accepted a low place on society's totem pole. And you've got to ask the question, why did he do this? It's because he considered his life worth nothing. And I want to share this verse with you, Acts 20, 24. Uh, this verse has highly encouraged me for the past three or four years of my life. Acts 20, 24, you can see on the screen behind me, says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. I'll say that again. Paul says, I consider my life worth nothing. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Paul was the most influential evangelist to ever walk this earth. And if we want to even come close to having influence for our world for the sake of the gospel of Christ, we need to adopt Paul's philosophy in life. We need to adopt Paul's perspective on life. And the first thing that we need to do, as you can see on the verse behind me, is we need to consider our lives worth nothing. As I already mentioned, Paul, he had a spot of power. He had a spot of privilege. He held a spot of probably wealth. But after his conversion, he gave it all up to follow Jesus Christ, to be a missionary, to travel around the world, simply preaching the gospel. And his gospel was simple. Repent and have faith in the Lord Jesus. That's all Paul taught. Repent, meaning turn from your sins, stop living a life of uh, worldliness, and begin living a life characterized by godliness. Repent and have faith in the Lord Jesus. Have faith in Jesus' perfect life. Have faith in his sacrificial death on a cross. And have faith in his glorious resurrection. That was Paul's gospel. Repent and have faith in Jesus Christ. We can see, if you were to read throughout the New Testament, that Paul was persecuted like none other. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul says, I was beaten with rods three times because he was sharing his faith. Once he was stoned. It says three times he was shipwrecked. He spent a night and a day adrift at sea. He was on frequent journeys. So for the last 30 years, the last three decades of Paul's life, he constantly was traveling around the known world with one mission, and that was to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in the process of doing that, everyone hated him. It says in 2 Corinthians 11, he was in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from his own people, the Jews. He was in danger from the Gentiles. He says, I'm in danger in the city, in danger in the wilderness, in danger at sea, in danger from false brothers. We have a whole chapter of what Paul went through to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Once again, you have to ask the question, how could a man who had a spot of incredible power and privilege, give it all up 
simply to make the gospel of Jesus Christ known. He was able to do that because he considered his life worth nothing. And if we too, as an Orchard Hill Church family, want to share the gospel with 1,000 people over the next three years, which is our goal, every single one of us needs to consider our own lives worth nothing. Secondly, we see in this verse that when Paul became a Christian, he became laser-focused. Nothing else in Paul's life mattered after he came uh, to faith in Christ. As we read on the verse uh, behind me again, it says, My only aim was to finish the race and complete the one task that Jesus gave me. And what was that task? The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Or, Jill, you want to know what Paul's first goal in life was? It was to share the gospel. You want to know what his second goal was? He didn't have one. Paul's only aim, his only goal, his only mission in his life, the reason why Paul existed was to share the gospel that saves souls. Paul said no to absolutely everything in his life so that he could more fully say yes to Jesus Christ. Paul said no to marriage. Paul said no to comfort. He said no to power. He said no to privilege. He said no to everything so that he could fully devote his life to spreading the gospel. As I mentioned, the moment that Paul became a Christian, he threw his own goals, his own agendas for his life into the trash can, never to think about them again, because he was obsessed with sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, Paul had an eternal mindset. Paul realized that he was a condemned sinner destined for hell. But by the grace of God that we discussed this morning, Paul received the forgiveness of sins. And because he experienced the forgiveness of sins, Paul had hope for eternal life. Now, Paul realized that if people didn't place their faith in Jesus Christ, they too would be destined for hell. And so Paul thought, what more urgent thing could I do than spread the good news that saves us? And for this, this truly was good news for Paul. And so, Orchard Hill, this morning, I just want to close by giving you a challenge. My challenge is for all of us to adopt the same perspective that Paul had while sharing the gospel. Adopt that same philosophy of life. The first thing, as I already mentioned, consider your life worth nothing. In the words of Jesus, deny yourself daily in order to pick up your cross and follow him. Deny yourself comfort. Deny yourself perhaps your agenda for your life. Consider your life worth nothing. And secondly, not only consider your life worth nothing, but I want to challenge you to make your only goal in life to spread the gospel. 
to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. If you wake up in the morning and your goals don't have anything to do with making God known to the end of the earth, I want to suggest that you might have the wrong goal in life as a follower of Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe God has created some of you to be businessmen. God has created some of you to be pastors and youth pastors. I believe that God has created some of you to be teachers. I believe that God has created some of you to be nurses. God has created some of you to be politicians. But I know with 100% of my heart that he has created all of us to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Orchard Hill, if every single one of us here today consider our lives worth nothing, and if every single one of us woke up in the morning and said, the only thing that I must do today is share the gospel of Jesus Christ, it would not take three years to have 1,000 faith conversations. It would take one week. And so let us do that. Let us have Paul's mentality. And let us remember the importance of evangelism. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we are so incredibly thankful for the gift of salvation. We are so thankful for the forgiveness of our sins. We are so thankful for the hope that we have for eternal life one day. And Father God, for all those who are here today who have not placed their faith in you, I pray that this morning they would say, man, it is time. Today is the day that I need to repent, stop living a life of wickedness, and begin placing their faith in Jesus Christ. And so, God, would you send your spirit to convict and to lead and to conform us all into your image. Heavenly Father, we ask that um, you would really give us a boldness as a church family to preach your word. God, would you teach us how to preach the gospel? Would you give us opportunities to preach the gospel? Because we don't want to just simply come here on Sundays, God. You have created us to come here, to go out into the world, to preach the gospel that saves. So God, would you equip us to do that? And today, we give to you our entire life. We give to you our words. And Father God, right now, It's a time of our service where we also want to give you our financial gifts. This morning, we want to give generously to you because you have generously given to us. And God, because we have hope for eternal life and because we know that uh, money won't satisfy and because we know that, that, that riches will fade away, because we know life will fade away, because we know our businesses will fade away, we want to fully invest in the one eternal thing, and that is your kingdom. And so, God, would you take these gifts and multiply them so that the gospel may be known through our church, through our ministries, through our programs, but more importantly, through us as individuals in our church. Father God, we pray this all in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And together we say, amen, amen. amen.